Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. Today is Friday, September 28, 2018, and on today's report, I continue my discussion of the war against the founding principles of America, against Western civilization or Christian civilization, and against the rule of law. This week, we fight the war in Europe, where there are scattered pockets of people who appear to be at least starting to awaken from their slumber. The war in Europe is not being fought in old Europe, for unfortunately, old Europe has already surrendered to the demands of the global ruling elite. In other words, they are prisoners of war. The nations which a few decades ago resisted and defeated Nazi Germany to protect their homelands and their freedom today cannot muster even a slight desire for self-defense or self-respect. For example, Recently, French President Emmanuel Macron gave a speech in Sweden. He was campaigning for the political parties which favor continued unlimited immigration from the Middle East and Africa into Sweden. In that speech, Mr. Macron told the Swedes, there is no such thing as French culture and no such thing as Swedish culture, perhaps with men like him in charge. He's actually correct, or at least he soon will be. However... In the recent Swedish elections, the Swedish National Party, which is the party that had the courage to advocate for unlimited third world immigration to at least be reevaluated, possibly even reduced, that party gained 18% of the vote, which entitled it to some seats in the Swedish parliament. Consequently, the liberal unlimited immigration, Swedish Democrats lost a few seats in parliament. That's a slight glimpse of what might possibly be the beginning of discontent with what is happening in Sweden. Perhaps some of the Swedish people are growing tired of their women and children being raped by invaders that are never charged with their crime. Sweden has gone from an almost rape-free country to one leading the European Union in rapes thanks to its immigration policy. Other countries are starting to resist as well, Hungary and Poland, Viktor Orban, the Prime Minister of Hungary, continues to resist attack after attack from the European Union for his defense of his own country and its people. Most recently, he was censored by the European Union. By a two-thirds vote, the motion to censor charged him with breaching the founding principles of the Union. The censure came under Article 7 of the EU Charter and will now be referred to the 28 member nations to consider ultimately the sanctions imposed on Hungary could include suspension of voting rights, but that must be by unanimous vote. Poland said it will never support that. It will always support Hungary and would never vote for such a measure. So that doesn't appear likely. This Muslim effort to invade Europe is not a new thing at all. In fact, just the latest battle in a very, very long war for over 1,200 years now Islam is being trying to conquer Christian Europe. This is just the first invasion in which Europe's own leaders have actually invited the invaders to come. Christianity is dead in Europe, and with it died the desire to preserve what allowed European civilization to thrive and prosper for so long. In the year 732, an Islamic army of 200,000 men invaded Europe out of the Iberian Peninsula, or what is today Spain. They advanced into France until Charles Martel 
raised an army of 20,000 Christian knights and defeated them at Tours. Charles, known as the Hammer, only 20,000 men, no cavalry, but he prevailed against a much larger Islamic army. The Muslim commander, Abdul Rahman, was killed in the battle and the Muslim advance into Europe was turned back for about 1,000 years, which allowed the French to dominate Europe for 100 years in the year 1683, a Muslim army invaded what was then, out of what was then the Ottoman Empire, which is today's Turkey, the Muslim army. Tara Mustafa marched all the way to the gates of Vienna, where they intended to replace the Holy Roman Emperor, Leopold I. Poland came to the aid of its neighbor. Then, much as it is doing today, John Sobieski, a Polish Roman Catholic, marched from Poland with an army and confronted the Muslim army at Vienna. The rage and desire for vengeance of Sobieski's army was fueled by stories of the murder in captivity of some 30,000 Christian men, women, and children, much as the rape and murder across Europe fuels the rage of many people today. Tens of thousands of Mustafa's army died under the artillery and cavalry charges of Sobieski. And he famously paraphrased Julius Caesar by saying, We came, we saw, God conquered. Vienna was saved, and an army poised to overrun Christian Europe was turned back for the second time. Europe had something worth fighting for then, something worth dying for. Now the European leaders and their people seem incapable of mustering enough courage to even protect their women and children from rape, torture, and murder. In England, for example, thousands of children, mostly little girls, have been raped and trafficked in recent years. The only one to protest against this was thrown in jail for his trouble in France today. It seems that her old acquaintance, Marine Le Pen, does not love the new world order being prepared for us quite enough. The ruling elite are not in a mood to tolerate any resistance. And they have gone full Joe Stalin on Miss Le Pen. She's always invariably referred to in the press as far-right Marine Le Pen, which I take to mean that she is opposed to the invasion of her country by Muslim jihadists, as well as the destruction of French cultural and political suicide. It seems that a few days ago she tweeted out the propaganda images created by ISIS terror group, which showed the bodies of people having been executed by the Islamic State, her political party, had been likened to the Islamic State by the French media, so she wanted to show the difference. She wanted to show that her party was not behaving like a bunch of Islamic terrorists, leaving a trail of bodies in its wake. The media in France is almost as vicious and cruel as the media in America, so they complain bitterly about her tweets that there's one thing this new world being built for us cannot stand and will not tolerate its truth, especially truth backed by evidence today. The entire concept of accusations must be backed by evidence as part of the dead letter that was once Western civilization. Now accusations without any supporting evidence whatsoever are enough. They're enough to ruin lives. Whether charges are ever brought or not, I've heard many politicians and commentators say that the woman must always be believed. That view flies in the face of the American system of law and justice, for no one has a right to always be believed. If you're a Christian and you hold that view, 
I'll give you just two words, Potiphar's wife. Well, the French government was not amused by Miss Le Pen's efforts to protect her party from media assault, and a French court ordered her to undergo a psychiatric examination in order to discover whether or not she's capable of understanding remarks and answering questions of truth means absolutely nothing to the French authorities, so they charged her with circulating violent messages that incite terrorism or pornography or seriously harm human dignity. The authorities are just stooges of the ruling elite who are desperate to stamp out any semblance of free thought or free opposition to their globalist, socialist, open borders destruction of Christianity agenda. The psychiatric exam adds a nice Stalinist touch to the whole affair. The Soviets used to confine their distance in, uh, dissidents in insane asylums, so I guess the French are saying that anyone who disagrees and who dares to express that disagreement must be crazy. She remains defiant, however, and said she will not go and will wait to see how the magistrate will force her to go. Branding opposition as mentally incompetent is an old Soviet tactic, as I said, and seems to be coming back into use in France and in America as the left often threatens the 25th Amendment as a weapon against President Trump perhaps someday. Those of us opposed to mass third world immigration and those who refuse to say except sarcastically that Islam is a religion of peace will be carted off to insane asylums. Can sane, rational, normal people be opposed to importing jihadist terror? Some governments apparently think not. Finally, folks, last Sunday the New York Times carried an article about those who are opposed to our way of life and who are trying so hard to destroy our civilization. They've often referred to themselves as the resistance, these people. But they were encouraged to stop doing that because the article said, we are building a new nation, and Trump is the resistance. I don't think I will like their brave new world, so I'm with the resistance, as the Times describes it. At least that's the way I see it. Till next time, folks, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.